0: I'd like to welcome all of you as we gather this day across time and space and place in worship of our Lord and our Savior. A couple of um, announcements for us before we begin our worship here. Um, There are a number of families in our community who are grieving grieving many things, grieving deaths, grieving changes. And so we just pray for our community, for our school district, um, and for all families who are experiencing grief. Uh, in particular, um, for those of you who may not know, within the Kalma Sweetland community, there was um, both great joy at the girls' basketball team going to the state tournament, and then there's also been great loss as a UTV accident uh, claimed the life of an 11-year-old 5th grader and injured a, a 10-year-old. And so we hold those families in our prayers and um Processing that grief and God's promises to us in our joy and our sorrows uh, will be present in this service today. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God who writes the law on our hearts, who draws all people together through Jesus. Amen. Held in God's mercy, let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Holy God, we confess that we are caught in snares of sin and cannot break free. We hoard resources while our neighbors are hungry and cold. We speak in ways that silence others. We are silent when we should speak up. We keep score in our hearts. We let hurts grow into hatred. For all these things and for sins only you know, forgive us, Lord. Amen. Here is a flood of grace. Out of love for the whole world, God draws near to us, breaks every snare of sin, washes away our wrongs, and restores the promise of life through Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us pray. Holy God, through your Son, you have called us to live faithfully and act courageously. Keep us steadfast in your covenant of grace and teach us the wisdom that comes only through Jesus Christ our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our first reading today comes from Paul's first letter to the church at Corinth. For the message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scholar? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God the world did not know God through wisdom, God decided through the foolishness of the proclamation to save those who believe. For Jews ask for signs, and Greeks desire wisdom. But we proclaim Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles, but to those who are the called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. For God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom, and God's weakness is stronger than human strength. In the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This is the Holy Gospel according to John, the second chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. The Passover of the Jews was near, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple he found people selling cattle, sheep, and doves, and the money changers seated at their tables. Making a whip of cords, he drove all of them out of the temple with the sheep and the cattle. He also poured out the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. He told those who were selling the doves, Take these things out of here. Stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples remembered that it was written, Zeal for your house will consume you." The Jewish leaders then said to him, What sign can you show us for doing this? Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jewish leaders then said, This temple has been under construction for 46 years, and will you raise it up in three days? But Jesus was speaking of the temple of his body. After he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, And they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken, the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. There are so many times in life where we want to have easy emotions, where we just want to feel completely happy or completely sad. Unfortunately, not only is that not always the case, it is usually rarely the case. And in this week in particular, our community of Calamus and Wheatland has found itself in that chaotic gray space of feelings. For many of us, we have found ourselves in between two extremes of emotions. We have felt the wonderful high of the Cal Wheat girls basketball team going to state for the first time in school history. And we are feeling the tragedy of the UTB accident where one was killed and another was injured. And both of these events ripple in our lives and the lives of those we love in joyful and painful ways all at once. We may feel torn that we cannot fully celebrate one event and cannot fully grieve another. We may not feel connected to either situation, and then we are struggling with how to care for and support people we love as the body of Christ. And this is where Paul's words to the church in Corinth still speak to us today. And this is the power of the living word of God that through the Holy Spirit, although our time, place, and situation may be different, God's word still meets you where you are with the message of the gospel. Paul writes, but we proclaim Christ crucified to a church trying to figure out how to be church together as a message of promise and unity. And dear siblings, we too proclaim Christ crucified. And may Paul's words be a comfort to us as we, led by the Spirit, figure out how to be church to each other and to our community. We proclaim Christ crucified and risen for you, for each of us, for the boy who was killed, for all who are affected, and for the whole world. As Paul says, this is foolish. What a foolish thing that God would die for God's people. But out of deep love and care for us, our God, our Jesus does. And so Christ crucified and risen is God's promise to be with us in all of our joys and all of our sorrows. There is no emotion or feeling you have that God cannot handle. God is big enough for all of it. And God invites us to feel all of it from joy to anger to sadness to everything in between. Christ crucified and risen is God's unimaginable love for us. It is a love unlike any other. It is a love that will name reality for what it is. And it is a love that will never leave us. It is a love where we have been claimed by God forever. Christ crucified and risen is God's hope and salvation for all people. It is a hope that grounds us when nothing makes sense. It is a hope that gives us courage to face each day. And it is a hope that promises us that death is not the final word. We proclaim Christ crucified. We proclaim that God does the unimaginable and the unthinkable for our sake. So that when the unimaginable and when the unthinkable happen, we know that we are not alone that God has not abandoned us. In fact, God is always here with us, celebrating with us in our joy and weeping with us in our grief, all at the same time. In Lent, we walk the road towards the cross, but we still know that the tomb will be empty Easter Sunday. We still know that by the cross, God transforms death into life for the world. And we know that this hope does not and cannot take away our pain, but instead it is our foolish light in the midst of things we do not understand. We know this day and we will know in the days ahead great joy and deep grief. And in it all our hope rests on Jesus Christ, the one who for you was crucified and risen. We know that the tomb is empty. And we know that one day there will be no tomb at all, and God's kingdom will reign endlessly forever. And we hope in the mystery of our faith that for you and for us all, Christ has died, Christ has been risen, and Christ will come again. Amen. Let us sing together the hymn, In the Cross of Christ I Glory. and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. May Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless you now and forever. Amen. Go in peace. Christ is with you. Thanks be to God.